The form for morning prayer is in the link in the chat bar. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Venite. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Psalms this morning are Psalms 62 and 63 on page 413. My soul truly waiteth still upon God, for of him cometh my salvation. He verily is my strength and my salvation. He is my defense, so that I shall not greatly fall. How long will ye imagine mischief against every man? Ye shall be slain, all the sword of you. Yea, as the tottering wall shall ye be, and like a broken hedge. Their device is only how to put him out, whom God will exalt. Their delight is in lies. They give good words with their mouth but curse with their heart. Nevertheless, my soul wait thou still upon God, for my hope is in him. He truly is my strength and my salvation. He is my defense, so that I shall not fall. In God is my health and my glory, the rock of my might, and in God is my trust. O put your trust in him alway, ye people. Pour out your hearts before him. For God is our hope. As for the children of men, they are but vanity. The children of men are deceitful. Upon the weights they are altogether lighter than vanity itself. O trust not in wrong and robbery. Give not yourselves unto vanity. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God spake once and twice. I have also heard the same, that power belongeth unto God and that thou, Lord, art merciful, for thou rewardest every man according to his work. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh also longeth after thee, in a barren and dry land where no water is. Thus have I looked for thee in the sanctuary, that I might behold thy power and glory. 
for thy loving kindness is better than the life itself. My lips shall praise thee. As long as I live will I magnify thee in this matter, and lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied, even as it were with marrow and fatness, when my mouth praiseth thee with joyful lips. Have I not remembered thee in my bed, and thought upon thee when I was waking? Because thou hast been my helper, therefore under the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul hangeth upon thee, thy right hand hath upholden me. These also that seek the hurt of my soul, they shall go under the earth. Let them fall upon the edge of the sword, that they may be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God, all they also that swear by him shall be commended. For the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth chapter of the book of Isaiah. The burden against Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw. Lift up a banner on the high mountain, raise your voice to them, wave your hand, that they may enter the gates of the nobles. I have commanded my sanctified ones. I have also called my mighty ones for my anger, those who rejoice in my exaltation. The noise of a multitude in the mountains, like that of many people, a tumultuous noise in the kingdoms of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts musters the army for battle. They come from a far country, from the end of heaven, the Lord and his weapons of indignation to destroy the whole land. Wail, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It will come as destruction from the Almighty. Therefore all hands will be limp. Every man's heart will melt, and they will be afraid. Pangs and sorrows will take hold of them. They will be in pain as a woman in childbirth. <clears throat> they will be amazed at one another. Their faces will be like flames. Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with both wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he will destroy its sinners from it. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be darkened in its going forth, and the moon will not cause its light to shine. I will punish the world for its evil, and the wicked for their iniquity. I will halt the arrogance of the proud, and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make a mortal more rare than fine gold, a man more than the golden wedge of Ophir. Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth will move out of her place, in the wrath of the Lord of hosts in the day of his fierce anger. It shall be as a hunted gazelle, and as a sheep that no man takes up. Every man will turn to his own people, and everyone will flee to his own land. Everyone who is found will be thrust through, and everyone who is captured will fall by the sword. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Glorite Dominium. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. 
Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish which I, that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And again he began to teach by the sea, and a great multitude was gathered to him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Then he taught them many things by parables, and said to them in his teaching, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and it happened as he sowed, that some of the seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground, where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on the good ground, and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased and produced, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parable, and he said to them, To you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside, all things come in parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. And they have no root in themselves, so they endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things, entering in chokes the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 7. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, 
for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, 
who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our Isaiah lesson contains a number of things to note. Um, it's an oracle about Babylon, and it envisions, you know, the, the Babylonians uh, coming to judge Israel. The, the theme of the Lord using a foreign army to exact his judgment is, is a common theme uh, in the Old Testament. And um, there's, there's a few notes in it that will... To understand the scriptures, we have to understand essential parallel between um, the uh, the Babylonian captivity, which is the horizon of Isaiah's prophecy, and um, also the New Testament ministry of Jesus, where where he is coming as a prophet to to um, to call Israel to repent, and Israel does not repent, and there is at the end of his ministry another day of the Lord when the Roman art legions come and destroy first century Jerusalem. And one of the connections we get here is in Isaiah chapter 13, verses 10 and 11, where in, in giving some imagery for what this Babylonian uh, exile, conquest and exile will, will be like, he says, the stars of heaven and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be darkened. And the, and the moon will not shine. So he uses these, the, the very same words that Jesus uses um, in, in, the, in this talk that's called the Olivet Discourse, um, that the sun will be dark and the moon, the, moon, the moon will not give its light. There'll be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. Um, and these are prophetically sort of cosmic stage props that indicate something of cosmic significance is happening but does not necessarily envision literal, uh, you know, the sun isn't going to shine anymore, there's not going to be a moon anymore. But the fact that Isaiah uses these signs as, as a description of what it means that the Babylonians, the day of the Lord will come to the hand of the Babylonians on Judah, the southern kingdom, and carry them off into exile. And Jesus uses the same uh, reference points cosmic signs to describe what will happen as a result of his own ministry is very significant in showing that you can have these cosmic signs, you can have the day of the Lord in a way that's not the end of time. And so I talked about a couple of Sundays ago in, uh, uh, on, in the sermon on Jesus said the Son of Man will come with clouds, which really refers to the judge, primarily to the judgment on Jerusalem in AD 70, as the Babylonian judgment was a judgment on Jerusalem in 586 BC, uh, not the end of time, not Jesus' second coming. And this gives us some, some connections there in, um, in showing that you have the day of the Lord that's not the end of the world. It's interesting in the, in the Mark lesson today, uh, which is the parable of the sower and the seed, that the, the punchline from, from Jesus' telling of the sower and the seed is a line also taken from Isaiah. Um, when he tells us parables, they say, what does it mean? And he says, well, to you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom and to others in parables that seeing they may uh, not see and hearing may not understand. 
And this is a, a kind of reference to Isaiah chapter 6, when God called Isaiah the prophet, and uh, he, he tells him, go, go tell these people, uh, keep, keep looking but don't see, keep hearing but don't understand. And, there, and so it, it's kind of ironic if, if we look closely at what Jesus says in this passage, because people usually think of parables as Jesus told them as stories to illustrate truths so we could understand things more simply. That's not why Jesus says he told it. He says, I'm telling it so that um, uh, you will understand, those who, are, who, who follow me will understand, but others will not. It's to separate the, those of true faith from those who don't truly believe. And the separation, it's not just a, a, a mystical uh, uh, you know, mystery, but it, it's, it's to understand a parable is a, there a paradox in true faith that you have to do some work of faith. If you really want to understand the scripture, you have to look at them. You have to seek, as Jesus said, you know, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened. So as we pursue through prayer and study understanding and we pursue it in faith, it's given to us. But those who don't have faith, saving faith um, get, you know, they, they believe for a little bit and then it, when it gets hard, I don't really understand it. I'm not going to, you know, and they just give up on it. You know, they give up on, on trying to pursue the truths of the scriptures. And the parable itself gives that um, indication. In time and temptation, they fall away. They don't persevere. And perseverance is the essence of true faith. That is, those who continue to seek until they find. Those who continue to follow Jesus despite the temptations and the, the things that come up along the way. And this is what characterizes that in, in Isaiah's terms, the remnant that Jesus also is collecting a remnant of Israel who follows him. It's those who pursue it with true faith. And so I, I guess for an Advent lesson, it would be that we should think of their season of, of develop that persevering kind of faith, wherever we are discouraged, to, to not you know, belittle, you know, or not to, uh, should we say, ignore, you know, the discouragement we may feel, but to persevere in seeking and we'll find. And, and this is how we, we will understand the meaning of parables. And as we seek understanding of what God is doing in our lives, he'll give it to us. We don't just give up simply uh, like those who, who see but don't understand and hear but don't, don't perceive. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the form of intercession on page 10. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time.
Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless Thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for Thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech Thee, give us that due sense of all Thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth Thy praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to Thy service and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Have a great Thursday. It's great to be with all of you. Thank you, Chris and Robert and Bishop. everybody. Bye, kiddo. Thank you.